Hey guys, thanks for watching Ike Live. It's brought to you by Mystery Tackle Box. Please check them out. They've got a great product. Go to mysterytacklebox.com. If you use the coupon code Ike Live, you get 50% off Sweet. your first pro box. That's $12.50 <laughs> for a almost $50 value of baits in this box. What is this foolishness? How many dreams can you shape in a minute, an hour? The kind of clean you like best. Lost three of my teeth, too. All right, so you lost next time you win. Steaming, hot, hearty, delicious, invigorating. Folks at home, folks at home, welcome to a brand new Ike Live show. Hope you're having a wonderful night. I know we are. Uh, it's going to be a great show for you tonight. Uh, we've got uh, some special guests on the show in studio. Also have Andy Morgan, the GOAT, joining us via Skype a little later. And we're going to be discussing one of the hop- hottest topics in the sport right now. What's going on with bass? What's going on with ML, MLF? And your thoughts on it. Uh, man, this show is brought to you by some amazing sponsors. I'm going to go down the list real quick. Mystery Tackle Box, Primal Urge Foods, Liquid Mayhem, Dr. Squatch, Hobie Kayaks, TH Marine, Bass University, Founders Brewery, Real Snot, last but not least, Tackle Warehouse. Go to IkeLive.com to get the promo codes for all those great companies. It's going to save you a lot of money. It's going to be big savings on all those products. So go to the website look for those promo codes. Uh, joining me tonight in the co-host chair, I know you're looking for, you know, the the one and only Pete Glusick, but tonight we have a very special co-host in the chair, Dave Brodzik, aka Fathead, aka Wharf, joining us in the hot seat. Thank tonight. you, thank you, thank you very How much. How you doing? All right, my man. Thank good, you. Good to see you. Excellent to see you. It's been like two months. Dude. It has been two months. Been Seriously, a long time. two months. It has been a long time. Yeah. <laughs> Pete, Pete's indisposed tonight, isn't he? Yes, he is. Break. Babysitting Damn, Jake. we got a call already. <laughs> Look at that. Show sure hasn't even started Damn, that might be Pete. <laughs> it's Pete. Trying to explain himself. <laughs> it's good to see you, Dave. Everything good with you? Everything going good? Everything's great. Thank you. Okay, I noticed you're drinking a Founders. What are you drinking? Murdering the Dirty Bastard the Dirty A uh, Dirty Bastard's a good one. Yeah. Dirty Bastard's a real good this one. This caramel taste, it's good. It's one of my favorite. Uh, on the couch tonight, two of our favorite people in the show. To my left, the one and only Sir Charles in the house tonight, joining us what's on the up, couch. What's up, what's up? 
Charles, good to see you. Good to see you, too. I Definitely. love when you're in studio. Thanks, man. You make the show very special. Stoked to be here next to the cloth, <laughs> man. All right. Yeah. Dave, Dave asked this off before we were on camera, yeah. but you're sporting a Bill Murray shirt, which I love. Yeah, yeah, Bill yeah, Murray yeah, yeah. t-shirt. Yeah, Chive. I'm a Chive guy. A love chive, chive guy. Yeah, for the articles. Yeah, and you, and Dave asked you your favorite Bill Murray quote. Yeah. Do you want to re-say that real quick? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Go yeah, ahead. Yeah. I want to hear it again. Cinderella boy. That's my favorite guy. He's got a iron. Oh, I got that one. It's young Cinderella out of nowhere. Former Greenskeeper, about to become Masters Champion. Yeah, do about 285 levels. He's got about nine iron. Oh, he's got, it's up there. Oh, it's in the hole. Oh, he's in the hole. Yeah, there you go. Dude, yeah, that's a, I love me some Bill Murray. Man. Dude, that was a good movie. <laughs> Bill Murray's been involved with some great movies. Like, yeah. like that movie right there, there's yeah. all these uh, Oscar talks about all these, like, New movies. What's yeah. the one that Gaga was oh, in that yeah. everybody's freaking out? That was a good damn movie, though. Yeah, I'm but sorry. Yeah. But that <laughs> movie's better. The best part about that movie, Caddyshack, is Bill Murray showed up on set and for six days filmed and didn't have a script. He just they said, he just went. They said, go be Bill Murray. Wow. Was, but that okay. was the 80s, dude. Yeah, that was, that was when stuff was <laughs> yeah. funny. Uh, now, this is a great segue. Yeah. Uh, joining us, uh, other guests <laughs> on the cast couch tonight. <laughs> Next to Charles, the one and only, Eric, the intern. E, how you doing What's tonight? up, guys? Do I'm you... here. My quaff's here. We're all here. Now, do you remember watching Caddyshack? Have you ever watched Caddyshack? When I was very young. You did, but you I, did I have... watch it, though. I did. Okay. I did. I'm, I'm educated on Bill Murray to an extent. I like that. Yeah. Wow. But, Mike, you, you got to understand, for Eric, Bill Murray is like Charlie Chaplin to us. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean, like agent. Yeah, dude. Agent like, you know, like. Eh, eh, eh. You know what I mean, black and white. Yeah, dude. Like, seriously, think about the. I guarantee you, but we did the math, dude. When we yeah. were, you know. Wow, it's crazy. Let's let's give you some other ones, Z, real quick, while we're here. Uh, Spies like us. Nope. Oh. No! no you all know Dan Aykroyd? I know Dan Aykroyd. Airplane one. Airplane one. Nope. Airplane two. Nope. Damn. Holy Tag. hell! Lethal Weapon? Naked Gun? Nope. Naked Gun 2? <laughs> no Lethal nope. Weapon? Evil Dead. Two and a half. Y- Evil Dead, yes. Okay. Yes! Ra- yeah. Ra- yeah. Rambo? Totally like Rambo. Yourself. You just saved yourself. Dude, Rambo? Yeah. 16 Candles? Yeah. No. No long duck dong, no, dude. Right, how long are we gonna do this for? Damn it! I've seen some movies I haven't seen. I haven't right, seen others. All right, let's keep going. Oh, uh, back in the booth tonight, pushing buttons, producing this show, making it all happen. The one only Brian the Carpenter. Yo yo. And sitting next to Brian. <laughs> Probably the best person on IMs we've ever had. Oh, the one and only <laughs> The Riz. That wasn't a bust against you. Right? Oh, I don't care. I'm just saying. I was horrible at IMs. I'm just saying. He does great with IMs. Yeah, he does. Riz, how you doing tonight? Uh, doing great, man. Happy to be here. All right. I like it. Man, we got a caller already? We do. Oh, my God. Let's, you, do, let's just do it. Let's do it. All right, caller, what's your name? Where are you calling from? Same something from Texas. How you doing tonight? What's your question? That's Kane. Oh, Kane. Kane. Oh! Yo, Kane. <laughs> Kane. Kane, what's up? Thank you so much. I didn't have a question. You do have a question? No, I didn't know. I have one. I can make up one. I can make up one. <laughs> yeah, make something up real quick. It would be good. a question. <laughs> well, what if Bones Bees want to eat my house up? <laughs> what? That's Come my again? question. I got bumblebees eating my house up. Bumblebees? Yeah, coconut bees, ain't my. Yeah, Maybe one of them is there. They're fun with a tennis racket. Yeah, exactly. We have an answer for that. Yeah. Or, or a wiffle ball. No, wiffle ball. Yeah. no. Got Flame a better thrower. answer for that. So, bro, you get a jar. You get like a mason jar. You get some kind of jar, peanut butter jar. Hmm. And you, you you drill a little hole. You drill about an eighth, eighth inch, quarter inch hole in the top of that jar. And you hang it. Put a little bit of syrup. Put a little bit of honey in the bottom. You hang that, John. Them carpenter bees will go in there. They'll die. 
They're not smart enough to get out of that hole. They'll there go in go. there, they'll suck around, and they're trapped. Dude, in, in, okay. a, in two or three weeks, we have like 30 of those Johns. The, the whole jar will be full. <laughs> telling you. Dude, it's like a Texas rig Senko. You can't go wrong with that shit. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> little, little I've just been using my little grill spatula. It's been working pretty good. That's pretty while. good, too. Yeah. That's pretty good. Uh, yeah. By the way, let me let everybody uh, know that Kane has the best videos on yes. Instagram, the best content. The best Instagram official. I, I would have to say it's right up there. Yes. Right up there. Amazing. Amazing stuff. We love it. I appreciate it. I don't think it's the best, but it's, it's, it's okay. You also get uh, you also get an award tonight. I don't know what we're going to give you, but we've never had a caller five minutes into the show before, right? So <laughs> well, I ain't got to I'll hear the you, phone ring. I'll tell you why I called. I'll tell you why I called. I, I was going to call uh, like two shows ago, and Brian Brian was kind of upset because I didn't. Um, and I was actually I just got through coming out of my little media room working on a video, and I seen what time it was. So I, I better call because my phone's about to go dead, and my phone only charges on a wireless charger, not a cord. So it kind of limits okay. my time. So there we go. That's <laughs> it sounds like Dave's phone, but actually, it's not a phone; it's a beeper. That's right. Hey, yeah, Dave's Sky pager. If I can get rid of that phone tomorrow and go back to the days and not have one, I absolutely would. I get it. Nobody even calls you. Few people do. I always listen to people call in, and I always wanted to just call in to see what it was like, to see what it was like to be on this end. Well, we like we like it. We like this is this is one of the best calls we ever had. I think yeah, five call, minutes in the show. Call back in two and a half hours. Yeah, call back in two and a half hours to see what it's like. Oh, just getting no. warmed up. Kane, yeah, totally Kane, when are you when are you going to come up here and fish the uh, fish the Chesapeake Bay with us? Oh, yeah. Uh, I would love to. Well, um, come on, man! You, you got space. I got space. It can't be that far of a drive. What's it? Probably five, four hours, five hours. It can't seven. be too far. Uh, nah, I'm seven? not sure. I, I would seven. imagine for about a thirteen, fourteen hour drive. What? Nah, seven. I'll meet you in the seven. middle. <laughs> I, I know. I used to ride. My, I used to ride my dad a long time ago uh, when he was a pro driver in Memphis, New Jersey. And it took us about thirteen hours straight to get there. Dude, well, when you uh, were like 21, you spent more time than that in a month chasing Sniz. You could drive up and make that run. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I stop. yeah, I, I could do that. Kane, in, in the third in the third week of June, the frog bite will be absolutely bonkers yeah. on the bay. It'll it'll be worth the drive. Mm. <laughs> All right, I'll I'll see what what kind of things I can to get off. It's also like, but yeah, I definitely I would definitely love to go fish with y'all. I would love to. We need to and, uh, we need to set it up. We'll, if not, we'll find a halfway spot. Yeah, I'd we'll do it. Yeah. That's a good excuse hey, for a road trip. I know there's a good lake in in, in Tennessee and Kentucky. There's a couple of good lakes in that area. And Kentucky. That's not halfway. Halfway to what? Halfway, halfway across the country. Yeah, halfway, <laughs> halfway from him to the piggly wiggly for us. That's like goddamn 25 hours, dude. <laughs> <laughs> All right, it's good hearing from you, Kane. We're going to keep this going. Yep. Good talking to you, buddy. Right. Later. See you, Kane. All right, hey, this is going to be a good show. <laughs> Brian, I want to remind everybody watching tonight, you're watching a brand-new Ike Live show here on a uh, Tuesday. Is it Tuesday? Tuesday night. It's, Tuesday. it's a great night to have an Ike Live. It's going to be a good show. Once again, we've got Andy Morgan Morgan joining us tonight, the GOAT, the one and only recent winner of the MLF event. He's going to be joining us a little later in the show. Uh, early on, Dave, we're going to be talking BASS. B period, A period, S period, S period, and MLF. We're going to be talking about, you know, what the halfway point in the season. We're going to yeah. be talking about, we want to get people's thoughts and opinions 
on you know what organizations doing the right thing is one doing the wrong thing uh and we really want to hear from you hit us up on the im right there next to your screen also brian the carpenter yep. phone lines are going to be open a lot tonight right yeah, they, they weren't and apparently they were there there you go oh, i'll uh, get it started i take stone over zona any day of the week Okay, what? you like Stone oh, really? over Zone. All right, let's not jump yes. to that. Let's not jump to that. Yet. Yes, I don't forget. All right, let's not jump to that. <laughs> let's not jump to that. Um, also, in the third segment of the show, we're going to be doing some really unique things. We're going to be doing Ike Live trivia for this amazing Ike Live gift bag. Yeah. Load it with product from every single sponsor I mentioned. There's even a Hobie kayak in there somewhere. I know it looks small. Uh, but it's in there. That looks heavy. Uh, we're also going to be doing a MTB unboxing, Primal Urge Foods unboxing. We're going to yes. be eating some of that meat. That's right. Yes. And also a, a TH product review. Uh, we're going to be doing that a little later in the show. Um, if you're watching on Facebook right now, mm-hmm. listen to me. Please like and share this show. If you like what you hear, if you like what you're watching, like and share it with your buddy. If you do that, mm-hmm. we're going to put your name in a random drawing. For another great prize, right? For another that, that one of them bags. Right another there. bag right there. That's We're going right. to be giving away another bag. Uh, it's going to be a great show. So let's get it started. Before we do that, Dave, we always do. We want to thank uh, policemen out there. We want to thank uh, firemen, EMT, and we especially want to thank the military men and women. Uh, thank you guys, uh, veteran active. Thank you guys for what you do. Crazy fucking wor- crazy world, Dave. Crazy. <laughs> so here's a little, crazy. Here's a little side note that probably nobody knows. Almost as many first responders have died. Since 9/11, from 9/11 related cancer, then died on that day. Wow, you're that's serious? Yeah. I did not know that. Yeah, that's unbelievable. Yeah, that's rough. Wow. Be grateful that's for what stuff. you got, man. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. Jesus, thank you, thank you, guys. Uh, it's going to be a great show, Brian Carpenter. I want to jump right into it. Get it. And uh, just start. You know, we always kind of start by doing a little bit of a recap. And uh, I, w- I want to recap a couple things here. We got this big thing sitting here. Uh, Brian, you want to? Can you zoom in on that? How, I don't know if that works. Maybe it doesn't. I don't know grab a side. I'll grab a side. I'm too lazy. Yeah. No. We got a. Uh, <laughs> don't don't strain you yourself. Celebrate, Dave. You don't want to celebrate yourself. Hold on. Let me hear it. Can you hear that? Victory. Sounds kind of hollow. <laughs> sounds like winning. <laughs> the sound of hollowness. The sound of victory. I hope that's no foreshadowing for later in the show. That's like um, that's like ten, that's like ten years ago though, wasn't it? Like we just learned about I it. I know. I know. This is the uh, MLF Cup trophy. I, I got to win a cup all the way back in August, but it just aired like two or three weeks ago. So it, it, it it's very it's very very confusing sort of, and it's very anticlimactic because. So when you win, you're pumped up. Like the the finals that I was in to to win that, I mean, dude, hammerheads, yeah. like hammerheads all over, like killers. The young hammerheads, like you look over there, and there's Ayler, and there's Polinick, yeah. and there's Wheeler, yeah. and you're like, oh fuck. <laughs> and then you look over there, and there's Mark Davis, and there's Gary Klein, right? Reese, and uh, dude, you look over there, and you're like. Oh God! Like, and, and that's honestly like your mindset. You're like, there's no way these dudes are killers, all yeah. of them. And dude, everything's got to work, you know, and it falls into place. And you know how it is, dude. When it's your time to win, I found it, found the pattern early. I ran with it. You know, it was it was. If you watched the show, it was crazy. It was like up and down. I was never in the lead for any period of time. It was always up and down. And it feels good, man. It feels good to beat those guys. So here's a little. <laughs> fun, here's a funny side note. When these things happen. 
Like, I know they're super delayed. It's almost yeah. like watching Baywatch in Bulgaria. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> fucking, like I, 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 Dude, they're funny. just now finding out who Pam Anderson is. But I, I, know, they just, I know. They're just I know, now dude. finding out who she is. It was like, she, she, see Pam yeah, Anderson? Yeah, no, it was like that. way before the head. Yeah. You know, like, no, but I got to call Brian and be like, <laughs> but I got to leave. I got to call Brian and be like, Brian, when was this, dude? Before I call him, look like an asshole. Like, when, when, when did he win this? It, He's it, like, it, dude, that was like a year ago. I know. It was. It was. It was honestly last summer. It was last summer. Yeah. And it's funny because you win and there is all this excitement, man. And you're so happy, and but you can't tell anybody. You literally sign. I sign an NDA that you know I can't. I can't even tell you guys. But I don't you know even ask. I, mean? I, I don't put you on the spot. I don't ask. No, you no, I know. You know but know but I mean? and, and it's funny. So you know. They go through this interview process and these pictures and these videos and, you know, I'm sitting there with Marty and Lurch and they're like, man, congratulations, you know, lift that trophy over your head. And you're like, yeah, 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 yeah. And then the camera, you just, the red lights on the camera when they're recording, the red light goes off. So they're not recording anymore. <laughs> then dude, all of a sudden it's just like breakdown. Like they're breaking the stuff down. They grab the trophy from you. They like <laughs> rip it out of your hands. They put it in a box and they start using box tape. To pack this thing up, oh, and I'm, I just don't mean a strip, dude. It's like, shh, 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 shh. and they give it to you, and they're like, "Don't open this until the show airs." And I'm like, "That's it." So here's the funny story. So I I come back, and I t- the only person I tell is Becky, right? Because right. that's right, my right, wife. Right, I'm gonna tell Becky. Yeah, yeah. I'm like, Becky won, you know, and here, you know, get back, and I'm like, here's the trophy. I'm like, you know, let's put it somewhere because we can't open it till till the show airs. And literally, the show finally aired like two or three weeks ago. And, uh, you know, I started getting texts and calls, you know, from people, congrats, and I, like, kind of forgot about it. I'm Would like, you accidentally oh. ship it to a fan as a prize package? No, 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 no. That would actually have been great. I, that would have been awesome. Uh, Probably more like it. But so the show airs, and I'm, I, like, call Beck, and I'm like, Beck, uh, the show finally aired. I'm like, we can, we can unbox the trophy. And there was this real long pause and silence. She's like, where is it? And I'm like. I don't know. Exactly. <laughs> we exactly, literally lost dude. it. It took like two or three days to figure out where we where we had oh put God. it. But and we for, unboxed it. For the people watching and listening, you don't know. Like, I can always have thousands of, like, boxes the size <laughs> that this would fit in all of the different thousands. areas. Like, I mean, there's so many different... It could bo- be, right. You know, like, yeah. there's so many different ones, You're kind ones, of a hoarder, man. Mike. You still have all the boxes from when we were I, kids. I'm a hoarder, but it's not to mention Bash University, yeah. Ike Live, yeah. Ike, Foundation. Ike Foundation. Dude, there's all that yeah, shit. there's all kinds of boxes. Boxes for everything. Yeah. I don't know what, I don't know what anything is anymore. No, I know. So I, confused. I was saying, it's easily could easily get yeah. place. But it, it, it was awesome, so, um, yeah, you congratulations. know... Congratulations. Thank you. Grail get put away in that storage and yeah exactly the Ark of the Covenant the Ark of the Covenant the, Ark of the, Covenant. Yeah. the basement of that Ethiopian uh, church that's <laughs> <laughs> where it's at supposedly but Ethiopian church Re- research that wow. no it's at Oak Island it's Oak Island it's no Oak Island is all, all, all the, all the alleged gold of the Dude, uh, Oak, speaking of Oak Island I have to mention I have to say this real quick like that's the kind of show that freaks me out yeah. Oak Island has gone on like the 7th or 8th season yet somehow they fucking didn't renew Fish My City oh. <laughs> <laughs> like <laughs> fucking really? Yeah. Right. The fucking assholes are looking for something that doesn't exist. They, it's total bullshit. No, they you're they redoing that shit. Dude, they found dude, a coin. Dude, dude, there's no way. My wife's like, stop watching it. They're never going to find anything. Like, I gave up coin. on all those shows like three years what? ago. I'm like, wait. Dude, the, 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 what? They what? never 
find anything. All those shows that start with questions yeah. end with more questions. Yeah. There's never coin. an answer. Dude, I'm gonna, let me look in the camera and say this. Get a close up real quick. <laughs> let me look in the camera and say this. Everybody watching right now, I want to say this. Oh, no. Oh, I no. swear to you, I promised Not everything good. you saw in Fish My City happened. <laughs> I caught those fish. I worked hard. Sweat and tears went into those fish catches. And then you go to Oak Island, and they're liars. <laughs> Dude, they, Bullshit. They found like like they found like two like early like you know whatever century Spanish pennies. Like, yeah, dude. dude, it's <laughs> crap. Cool. You know, it's <laughs> crap. It's crap. And and an interesting thing, and I don't want to give something away that's going to happen later in the show, but I was into that stuff a little bit. I used to used to do a little amateur archaeology myself. Yes, Brian yes. Carpenter did yeah, back in the day. Dude, when you weren't finding shit, you were on to the next place. Yeah. You were freaking out of there. That motherfucker's been stuck on island for seven years. Get the hell out of here. <laughs> what the hell Aired is Oak out. Island? Oh, so, my God. There's something else. I have, I have no idea what Oak Island is. Eric hasn't seen that either. I'll give it to him in 15 seconds. I haven't seen that shit. So Oak Island is a little island off the coast of Nova Scotia that allegedly the Knights Templar. Do you know what Knights Templar are? Sure. Oh, no. Oh, god damn. <laughs> <laughs> did it's you, not important. Move on. Move on. This is going to be a lot longer than a three-hour show. I can tell you right now. What do you, of course not. <laughs> did your quaff pay attention in history class? All right. Tonight's so like, Ike Live, the Knights Templar. <laughs> As read by Dave. Like, he dude, said 15 I, seconds. So. All right. I know, but everyone's laughing. I can't talk over that. So, dude, I'm going to... Uh, quickly. This group of, like, Christians, dude, guard a bunch of gold, raid it. You know, raided Jerusalem a bunch of times, fought the Muslims back and forth, got a bunch of cool stuff, allegedly sailed it across the ocean, and buried a pile of it on this island off the coast of Nova Scotia. All right? And what season is this show on? What's it? It's, it's on one of them Four channels. Season. Season. Oh, yeah. I, was like, I don't even know. Oh, my God. So Seven. these brothers own the island. island these brothers own, these <laughs> brothers own the island, and they, they dig for this. Tra- now, they're not the only ones. At least for the last 50 years, people have been digging for this. And they're finding these different layers, and they think that there's, like, these traps that were built. I don't, I don't know. Whatever, dude. It's that's the show. I don't know. Dude, that's... Uh, Professor some, Bras. Some, dude, they just... They get me. The gold shows get me, too. You see those gold shows? Gold Rush? Gold dude, Rush. Gold Rush. There's gold actually Rush. a couple of them. There's, like, Yukon Gold. There's gold. There's all these shows. Alaska. Dude, you, yeah, you the, watch the, them. The, the deep sea diving gold guys. Oh, dude. Oh, yeah, dude, yeah, 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 yeah. dude, they are killing Bearing themselves. Dude, they're killing themselves. Working, like... Shit's breaking every time. Dude, they're, you know, they're spending millions of dollars. Dude, I mean, people are getting hurt. People are, like, they're going through divorces. They're in, in debt. It's worse than being a pro fisherman, right? <laughs> it's terrible. <laughs> and at the, at the grand finale of the season in these gold shows, yeah. dude, they'll hold up a cup yeah. that's about that big. And it's filled with gold dust. Not even all the way, like three quarters away. Like, yeah, we did it! And I'm looking at that, and I'm like, what? <laughs> I got, no, I can add to that. Are you kidding me? All that? Listen, that? I can add to that. I'm in the shipping industry, and I'm going to tell you right now. Guys, it's more profitable for guys to ship old computers and old TVs and, and siphon the ore from those when they melt them down than it is to go dig into the ground. We ship wow. thousands of pounds of that shit. Throughout wow. the, and that's everybody throughout the under thousands of pounds. Damn. And it's just big giant plastic pallets of just these, these the computer towers, and all they're doing is melting them down to get that little tiny knuckle of ore, man. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. It's insane. It's wild. It's crazy. Yeah. So Rich has a comment on the IM board. Rich, go ahead. Um, <laughs> Joe, <laughs> this is for Dave. Uh, Joe Solari wants to know if you're feeling comfortable in that chair, Dave. <laughs> what the fuck, Joe? <laughs> <laughs> 
how are you feeling comfortable? He, he, Do I look he, like an asshole? <laughs> what am he I thinks, doing wrong? He thinks uh, he thinks you look a little uh, a little uncomfortable. I'm like, upright. I mean, like, isn't a fucking lazy boy. Look at it, dude. It's like a Mork and Mindy fucking. <laughs> are you worried? Are you worried that Pete's gonna show up with a sword and, and cut you out of the chair? I'll go back, you know, I took I took slight to that I am coming. I'll go back to that I am t- right now. I mean, you know, I'm happy on I'll there. fight you on the I am I'll yeah. fight you. <laughs> fight you. Yeah. Um, speaking of I am, I'll remind everybody, we do want to hear from you tonight. We're going to be talking about a lot of great stuff. Hit us up on the I am. Also, we're going to have a phone number listed a little later in the show. We want to hear from you. Uh, let me mention one other thing, and then we're going to get on to our big topic, Brian Carpenter. Uh, last tournament was uh, uh, MLF tour event on chick on the on chick and annie morgan won it was a great event a lot of fish caught uh i'm really happy i ended up fifth i'm really happy i busted 200 pounds in four days of fishing that's dude. wild bro that real i'm really 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 proud of that that's, that's hard crazy. to do man i think i ended up with 203 pounds which is the second heaviest weight ever caught in a major in an wow. MLF tour event. Now all that stuff's liable to be broken next week at Smith Smith Lake in Alabama because it's going to go down there big time too. Yeah, gonna be on the pets. You're going to catch a lot of spots. You're going to catch a lot of. You're liable to catch forty to sixty spots a day, and even if they weigh a pound to two pounds, do the math, dude. It's a tremendous amount of weight, you know. But uh, man, fun. I had a fun tournament. It was interesting because I got off the beaten path. I didn't have a lot of pressure. You know, that's like the dream tournament, dude, where you're not yeah. competing. You're not running into dudes like every five foot. It felt so nice. I was doing my own thing. I was in dirty water. I was cranking. I was, oh, it, was, it, was, it was freaking great. Um, and I think there are, there are definitely – we are – how many events in to MLF four. now? Four events in or five so. events in? Four, four events in. Four. We're at the halfway point. There are definitely uh, big, huge things that I think MLF is doing right. Right? I think uh, I think the coverage is great. I love uh, I love the the uh, format of live. I like the catch. You know, if it weighs a pound or more, it counts. I think that's great. I think it shows. You know, it's it's a lot more impressive to somebody that doesn't fish to watch that. You know, there's so many things they're doing right. The no entry fees, I think, are great. I think MLF is game changing on a lot of topics. But Brian, this is a good good segue to talk about. You know, we're at the halfway point between both circuits, between BASS, MLF. We're about halfway between both of them. And man, there's you know, you you think it would have died off, Dave, right? Because how many six, seven, eight, ten shows ago, we're sitting here talking about MLF versus Bass. Yeah. And here we are, you know, halfway through the season, and people are still buzzing about it, right? It's still almost like a bass versus MLF mentality going sure. on. And and I really want to talk about that tonight. I want to talk about a few of the recent things that came out, um, that MLF came out with. Uh, I also want to talk about a few of the things Bass has done recently. And, and start discussing a little bit, and, and I want to get not only everybody's opinion in the room, but everybody watching and listening tonight, I'd love, love to get your opinion. Brian, you want to you jump on, you want to just jump on one of the topics? You want to start on 
Just pick one. I think we should just take the questions from the IM board. Okay. Let the people ask the questions. And we have a caller that wants to call in as well. Okay. All right. So, well, so Riz, we're going to lean on you to, to, to get some IMs from people. Yeah, I got some here. Okay. Here, 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 um, here it comes. I got one from uh, CBR Fishing. Um, and uh, he said that he thinks that the MLF is fun to watch, but his only gripe is that uh, spreading the playing field across two different days um, can can change the playing field for the separate groups of guys. And he wants to know, Mike, how do you feel about that? Because his example is that, you know, if you're in Group A and Group A is fishing, um, you know, a great day, it's overcast, they're just absolutely snapping. And yeah. then, you know, Group B goes out and it's high skies, post front, yeah. and you can't seem to get a bite. Yeah. I mean, that's Group A and Group B don't compete again. Yeah, yeah, that's a great question. Who asked that question? That's a great question. CBR fishing. CBR fishing. That's a great question. Um, I don't, I don't know that there's a right answer, but I can tell you what I've experienced, which is there's a Group A, there's a Group B. Um, you have no idea what the group before you is doing. You know, you're you're all in the same boat because they switch A and B every tournament, right? So I'll start in A and one. I'll go to B. I'll still go to A. So it, it's an even playing field, um, you know. So I like that. The thing, the, the reason that I like what they did is you have 80 guys. If you were to put all 80 on the same day, right, you do two things that I think are are negative. I think you overload the fishery, right? So you got 80 dudes on a fishery. North Carolina was a great example. We fished Jordan and Falls, which were smaller fisheries. These were lakes that were like. Dude, they were like Jersey-sized lakes, right? They were like Lake Apacog or Greenwood. They were really? probably like 15,000, 20,000-acre lakes, smaller, you know, like small, little, tiny lakes. So 80 dudes, you would you would pack them in. You'd be running into each other. You know, you'd be crowded. With 40 guys, it, it breaks it up, you know? Sure. It breaks it up, and I and I, and I like that. I like the, the fact that 40 guys allows you to fish a lot better fisheries. You know, when you when you do when you look at the United States, different. different yeah, different. 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 Dude, same I, old lakes dude nothing against Gunnersville and 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 these amazing fisheries, right? Gunnersville, freaking all these world class fisheries. But dude, there's so many smaller places, right? Yeah. That now we're gonna have access to because there will never be more than forty guys at a time fishing. During the day, and then if you think about it from a coverage standpoint too, you know it's going to give those forty anglers yeah. more of a chance to shine. Rather, if you had eighty fish right. in one. From day. a coverage standpoint, you hit it dead on on the head. And let me tell everybody watching the grand scheme of major league fishing, and it, this isn't a giving away a trade secret or anything. I'm just going to say it is live camera in every boat. Can you imagine? And and they, and they want to do it sooner than later. It may be yeah. it may be 2020, right? <laughs> Can you imagine a day when you can watch and you pull it up on your screen? You got your you got your iPad and you pull it up and there's 40 anglers and all you have to do is click on that guy and you watch live what that's, he's doing. That's pretty cool. Whether he's catching them or not, watch. right? Yeah. Whether he's catching them or not. If he if he's bombing and he ain't catching shit, but he's that's your guy. You click on his name, boom, live feed. I can't wait for that so I can not watch the fever. That's amazing. <laughs> dude. We're still on that. <laughs> Jersey, never there. Right, right, <laughs> exactly. But that's that's another good point, right? Um, you know, the the ability to cover every dude fishing yeah. at one time for, for the anglers. For the know? anglers, this is for the anglers. Yeah. The other thing, the second point I wanted to bring up on the positive is is the day off. Dude, and a lot of people watching don't realize 
And Dave, you do. You've done it. You you've done it at the level. And Charles, you fished kayak tournaments. You know, uh, you fished some local tournaments, dude. It's tough when you start stringing two practice days with two competition, three, four, dude, all in a row. Dude, it's mentally draining. As I get older, I'm telling you, I'm I'm getting less. I I have less energy. Yeah. Having a day off, whether it's the whether it's you know your A and you have the second day off, or whether you're B and you have the first day off, it's huge for me. You sleep in. Dude, you get dude, extra sleep. You on sleep the in. Yeah. You take your time. You do your tackle. Yeah. You freaking. You, 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 dude, and look at honestly dude. for me as as a 47 year old dude, look at my performance this year. Look at my performance, and a lot of it has to do with the off days. I'm telling you, dude. Yeah. I'm telling Correct. you, it's so. But is like, it? But is it the other way around? Like, if you're having a bad day and you go, is your mind all messed up? Are you like? Uh, I I mean, yeah. like, are you like, do you overthink it? I don't, I'm, I'm, no. For me, I had like, I had a like, I had a like Conroe this year. I didn't have a great day. Right. It wasn't terrible, but I had a pretty mediocre day. Right. The day off gave me time to reanalyze what right. I was doing. Right. And right. I was able to pull up Google Earth and say, look. This is where I caught it, man. If this shit don't work, what could I run to? Right. And it definitely cool. gives you more time cool. to, to recover. Slug, yeah. slug, you know? slug some founders. Slug people. some beer, dude. <laughs> right. Yeah, get drunk. Wash the day away. Absolutely. Yeah. 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 People don't Perfect. realize the toll that those daily 4 a.m. wake-ups can put on your body. Oh, dude, it's a lot of work. It's a lot of – dude, it's a lot of work. The, dude, professional – for everybody watching right now that thinks it's all fun and games and easy – it's bullshit. Because, <laughs> dude, when all that stuff was going down, I never really talked about it. But when all that stuff was going down, where I was getting all the criticism, you know, and you know, there was a little period there where everybody was up my ass. Dude, <laughs> you have no fucking idea how hard this sport is. You have no idea how hard this sport is. You have no idea how much work it is, how much dedication, time away from home. You know, it, it's more downs a lot of times than it is ups. I l- let me let me let me preface this by saying, I love what I do. I'm blessed i am so happy that i get to do this for a living but it's not easy dude it's not easy guys don't understand that there's levels to this right like so the single guy competing is different than the family guy competing right like the single guy competing who's trying to make his spot yeah doesn't have the same stresses that a guy like you does dude you know? and that and that's that's exactly what you know i had i said something in one of the shows that people flipped about i can't remember i was live and i said something and that's what i was trying to say yeah i was trying to say that Look, you know, uh, Jordan Lee, that's, yeah. you know, a young kid. Right, slinging. He's got no kids. He's got no yeah. bills. He's got no worries. Yeah. He's in a different position. Yeah. And I, I'm, I don't hold that against him. No. I'm just saying that Polinick and Brandon and those young guys are in a different boat, right? They're in a different boat. They don't have the little and, girl and, on the phone. Hey, Daddy, when are you coming home? And that, that, yeah, that'll and that, shut that, you down. That's all I was trying to say. Yeah. And, of course, you know, them freaking trolls turned it well, into something else. Naturally. But Bunch of. Whatever. <laughs> um, where are we going with that? I totally know. <laughs> Your phone line. Yeah. <laughs> and nah. there is. Now, hold on. Really? Hold on, man. He, he was opening up, and you guys are going to shut him down yeah. with the phone. Yeah, no, no, all right. No, but, 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 uh, but again, I mean, it's a, dude, it's a, it's a lot. It's a lot. So, you know, the thing I hate is I hate the, the, the people that look at it from afar and, and don't see it as real life. You know, it's, it's real life, dude. There, there's work, there's ups and downs. There's having bad days. There's being depressed. There's being sad. There's all that stuff. Even, whatever you do in life, dude, nobody's different. Everybody's got problems. I don't care if you're a billionaire or if you work at a gas station. Dude, it, life is the same. Yeah. Life is life, dude. 
it's not all good. You got to deal with it. You I know? tell anyone that is involved in fishing that knows me, that knows I know you, that I wouldn't trade my life for yours. Like I know that you're an eighty-hour-a-week guy, whether or not you're on the road or whether right. you're here. Right. It doesn't stop because you're here. It's not like the rest of us that fish on the weekends and on Saturday and Sunday. You know, like, well, you know, we're not off. Like, yeah. you know, you're not off. Like, no, you're no, working it, it, constantly. It's a lot of work. And I'll, I'll throw it to Charles for this one. Today's a great example, dude. It was calm. <laughs> we're here in, we're here in southern New Jersey. It was calm. It was warming. God, dude, the fish, I know the fish were crashing the bank. They were getting spawning. They were just coming up. And me and Charles had to sit in the office today and look out the damn window. Well, what, first, Eric, Eric trying, Eric trying, Eric Eric trying to catch a... Aaron staring at his crotch. No, Eric wasn't the I thought Eric was trying to catch a worker's comp case on his eye hook. He might have The first thing he wanted. That's brilliant. Why not think of that? That's for next time. <laughs> the first thing, the, you walk in the office, the first thing this morning he says, dude, they're on beds. They're on there's beds. A, there's a five-pounder over there. They're on there's beds, a six-pounder. And the male is like a five-pounder. What's she look like? And I'm like, oh, my uh, God. So the first thing I say, this is not spreadsheet weather. So that's spreadsheet this is weather. fishing this weather. This is fishing weather. <laughs> All day long. I must have said like seven yeah. times making memes. Yeah. It was brutal. Lake X is right there. It hurts. And there's, there's kayaks. When you know they're boats, out there. It's like, dude, there's, there's a fish sitting. It's four and a half, four and three quarters. It's sitting on a bed. Dude, that's the work. male. Just, that's the male, dude. And, and boss lady's staring at you going, you're not good. <laughs> <laughs> He's just sitting there uh, wait, waiting for a Sanko yeah. to come by. Oh, you know? And it yeah, never comes. But do you think they all bang fatter broads? Or do you think they go with smaller ones? I, 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 I don't know. That's a great, you know what I mean? Actually, Brian the Carpenter, jot this down. <laughs> Riz, jot this down. This is a legitimate show. This is a legitimate show. Okay. Fisheries biologists come on to ask them those strange questions yeah. like that. That's a great I mean, generally show. Generally, the female's bigger. Generally, the female's bigger, but is there situations where the female's smaller than the male? Brian's ghost knows that answer. <laughs> <laughs> or is it whatever you can get? Just take whatever you can get. It depends what time. It's like, yeah. Here's something. Are the lights on <laughs> in the bar? Here's something here else I want to throw at you real quick. This is totally off topic. This is more BU than anything else. Dude, there's a fish that spawns in the same spot in my lake every freaking year. So there's a little tiny brush pile. That's been there for five or six years. I know what you're talking about. That you come out of, you come out of where we put in, and you make a right, yeah. and it sits there. Yeah. Dude, I went by it this morning. I did just a quick hot lap, and I went by it this morning. There she goes. The four, four, three Crazy. and three quarter, almost four pounder sitting in the same spot. I broke that fish off last year. No, that was t- so. One of my first experiences being on the water with you yeah. was when we went out on the crawdad, and yeah. you were just going around fishing for spawners. I think I might have been filming, yeah. and you broke that fish off. And you, I remember, man, that fish was jumping out of the water with the bait. And <laughs> I, was just like, I was like, oh god, man. same spot. Dude. Did he did he go Sitting full there. did he go full Ooh. stupid? Ooh. I can turn the camera yeah. on and stare at <laughs> yeah. my phone. I can turn the camera on and stare at my phone. Come on, let's go. Let's Come go. on, let's go. Now. Come on, let's film. But <laughs> isn't that yeah. amazing that they spawn in the same exact places year after? year like like i'm not talking about the same like area like 10 20 yard area yeah. dude i'm talking about the same spot dude. i'm not shocked there's sharks that swim like six thousand miles and spawn crazy. back in san francisco yeah. every year they crazy go, dude. kill a bunch of people in hawaii and go back to san francisco <laughs> <laughs> like, stop by <laughs> have a meal yeah go to san so the iron board wants to know 
right. How's the I am doing? Right, let's uh, get we back, got, let's get got back to Bass versus yeah, 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 yeah. Can't wait. You got it. You got it. All right. So uh, I got a question from Jerry B, and it's uh, for you, Mike. Um, if Bass didn't have entry fees, how would that have affected your decision to go to the MLS? Oh, good one, Jerry. Oh, that's a good one. Uh, Let me just uh, jump in, in and say that yeah. you guys made the jump before no entry fees was announced. We did. We did. That's very, very interesting. In the history of all this, let it be written. That the guys, <laughs> so let it be done. <laughs> let it be written that the guys did. The guys did make the decision, including myself. We made a decision to go to Major League Fishing before no entry fees are announced. So... I don't know how it would have changed my decision. My decision was mainly based on the fact that the anglers were going to have a voice. And that decision right. to re- to get rid of entry fees was based on that voice. Early on, I think I if, if you would poll the 80 guys, I would say 95% of them made their decision based on the fact that it was presented to us that in MLF, we were the organization – we were going to have control. We were going to have the power to make decisions, make changes, make alterations. We were going to have more of a control of our own destiny. 95% of the guys that made the jump made it because of that. Bass, even after all this was gone down, Bass just never, they just threw up the shield. They just said, we're Bass. It's status quo. You, you know, are, are you know, we kept, we, you know, at the time everything was going down, we're like, you know, we were waiting for them to say, we're going to get, guys, we're going to give you power. We're going to give you, uh, we're going to let you organize. We're going to let you. They never said it. And here's MLF saying, guys, we want to let you do it. And, you know, early on, things like, uh, you, you know, uh, no entry fees, uh, tournament format, you know, all those things, we were having a real say in that. And that was very exciting. That's very exciting to me that an organization allows the anglers to have the control. But some things that popped up more recently, <laughs> you know, it's scary a yeah. little bit also because it's sort of gone away from that. So, you know, I, I, I said this earlier and I'll end it like this. I don't want to get too deep. <laughs> I don't like this. I, what happened with Bass and MLF? That separation, that break, regardless of what happens in five or ten years, it needed to happen. It needed to happen. There needed there needed to be a lightning bolt, right? There of course, correct. Be, there needed to be a, a a big explosion to make people say, "Oh, so uh, I, you know, it's good. It's good. Even with everything going on right now, it's good that it happened. It needed to wake people up. It needed to wake the organizations up. It needed to wake the general uh, body of professional anglers up." And I think it did that. You know, I think it did that. So, uh, yeah. Everything happens for a reason. <laughs> Everything happens for a reason. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know if I subscribe to that, but I'm not going to get into it. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> okay. How, Mike, how would you uh, how would you feel um, if Bass uh, or FLW, per se, was going to go to um, a catch-and-release format? Yeah. And even MLF for this. Catch-and-release format, but still do a five-best fish. Um, but you release, so it would be it would be like a local paper tournament, right? You know, yeah. yeah. Well, I, I I don't I I think that's that's definitely a version of what we're doing that that could go. You know, I I think the biggest thing, you know, you got to remember, um, everybody in this room right here, we're all fish heads, right? And and I would I would venture to say ninety percent or more of who's watching and listening right now are fish heads. 
So the big the big argument I'd have against that would be you have to to grow something, you have to take yourself outside of that being a fish head, right? You know, to grow something, we got to get to other people, right? right? We got to right. get to people that are saltwater fishermen, that are fly fishermen, that fish five times watch a year. Watch Oak Island. Watch Oak Island. Watch <laughs> the stupid Island. gold show. Yeah. Uh, people that sure. don't fish, we got to get to them. What is more impressive to them? What is more exciting to them? Seeing a five fish weight tallied or seeing keeper after keeper, you know, big, you know, and the skill of a guy that catches Andy Morgan, I think, caught 208 pounds of fish wow. in four days. Dude, that that to somebody that's not a fish head is impressive. Numbers. Or does Seth Fighter catching 13 pounds more impressive? But that requires us to be retooled, right? So you're talking about the fish heads. For our whole entire career, we've been geared on five yeah. fish, right? Me too. Like, I've never been geared on th- that amount of fish you're talking yeah. about. Here's my, like, yeah. my, my answer to that is you still have bass. You, you still, still have bass. You still probably have FLW. You still have FLW. I so so I can tell I you. don't understand why everybody kicks and screams over MLF being different. It's just another option. I'm not I can screaming. tell you for me. No, I'm just, I'm just for me, yeah. I, I read a lot of screaming. For me, it also takes <laughs> a lot of it takes a Copy lot of the, the luck thing out of the equation. For years and years and years, we've always talked about how do you you know I hate the word luck in fishing. I hate it. I hate it. When you're, you know, when you're fishing for five, your five biggest, you know, a big lucky bite, whether that's a thing or not, can change your day. I've lived through that. You're right. But when you're catching 40, 30, 40, 50 a day, the big bite, that big lucky bite doesn't mean as much. It's the guy that can pattern fish, the guy that can read the water, the guy that can fish the moment. He shines. He shines because it doesn't necessarily as... A big bite is as important. It'll take situation. time. Imagine if the NFL did away with touchdowns and it was right. yards, right? Yards passing, yards rushing, yeah. defensive negative yards. Like imagine yeah. if they went to that format for their scoring. Yeah. Like it take it would. T- we're all conditioned to a big five yeah. fish. Well, you know? I can tell you this. I think we're going to take a caller in, in one second, but yep. I can tell you this. And again, I don't think I'm giving away anything that people don't know. It is the vision of Major League Fishing that all tournament fishing in the future. Whether it's two years, three, five, ten, whatever that number is, all tournament fishing will be major league fishing style format, which is catch, weigh, and release. Yeah, but and 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 and, and let me just say this, and again, I I'm I'm I want to stay very neutral tonight, from a conservation standpoint, from a from a fishery standpoint, preserving the fisheries, preserving the resource. I don't argue with that, right? I don't argue with that. A post-spawn smallmouth tournament on Lake St. Clair, and you got an FLW tournament with 150 boats, and everybody's bringing five tired post-spawn fish that have been caught out of 10 to 20 foot of water. Give some they ice. have the bends, and they have they've been gill hooked. <laughs> Dude, the, the 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 visions I have of floaters, and I've been involved in some of them tournaments. Yeah. You're you're idling out of St. Clair shores, and dude, it looks like it looks like yeah. the apocalypse. Yeah. And That's they're all good, three man. to five pounders, dude. That's not good. Versus, versus catching a smallmouth, weighing them, letting them go. Dude, that fish has a way better chance to survive. I was at a BFL one time. It looked like a shocking program. <laughs> it did, right? <laughs> it did. I mean, we've all been involved in those tournaments. Uh, Charles, you, you're yeah. on the other side. You're on the kayak yeah, side yeah. where you guys have done this already from the beginning. Yep. Yeah. Where you guys are conserving the resource. Yeah. So you got to give credit 
to MLF for the vision. I, I think it's the right vision. I think it is the right vision for for the conservation of, of the fish. Uh, now is it now is it less exciting to come into weigh in and and not have fish? Absolutely. You know, there's give and takes. But when you come at it from the conservation standpoint, from the environmental standpoint, I think they're dead on, man. I agree. But dude, listen, man, I'm gonna say something. So, dude, at your final day at your home water on the river, mm-hmm. like with that, oh, I loved it. Crowd that was oh, there, yeah. <laughs> it was as wild. Like, we're Philly fans, like it is yeah. as wild as any Eagles game, any Flyers game. Like yeah, it was us, wild, yeah. dude. Yeah. Like where's that? What? How, how's that get replaced yeah, with, I mean, with, with with you know? Yeah. With some. I remember being I a 17 year old at that way in yeah. goosebumps. Oh, you know it's what crazy. I mean? Like, no, the fish, the fish, having the fish, holding them, it's so iconic. It's such a part of the sport to have them in your hand. Yeah. To rip them out in front, to be able to, you know, it's so iconic. And, I, I mean, that's going to be a, the big challenge in this change of format is how do you how do you fix that? How do you how do you fix the events portion of it? And I guarantee you, know? you those river fish in the live wells probably like homeless guys on a waterbed. You know what I mean? Like they weren't they weren't upset. Like, oh, this place is great. Oh no, they didn't. This is awesome, dude. Oh no, they loved it. Water is back. They loved it. it Four walls, bro. You can actually breathe. There's not a syringe in sight. There's no guys swimming against. Yeah. No, they. they Condoms to dodge. Yeah, they were like, "What are you? What are you? What are you wussies crying about, man? Shit." They're the only bass that are happy to be in the live well. <laughs> Get me out of this water. It's anywhere terrible. but here. That's so dirty. <laughs> I can't breathe. I can breathe. Bastards. Bastards. All right. This is a great segue. Uh, we're, uh, Brian, we've got a caller we on do. the phone. Uh, real good friend of mine. Real good friend of the Ike Live show. Uh, and he's had a hell of a year uh, on Major League Fishing so far. And we've got him here tonight. And I'm, I'd love to hear his opinion. The one and only Gerald Spore joins us tonight on Ike Live. What's hey. up, man? What's up, guys? How you doing? Good. I'm pulling up to Sam Rayburn right now. Sam Rayburn. All do, right. do you have Boy Duckett with you? <laughs> no, no, by myself. Well, I'm going with some uh, with the guys that I don't squat. We're here. I'm gonna practice with them a little bit for the big bash splash, and then I'm gonna head home, grab myself, and head to Smith Lake. All right. Now, here's what I want to know. Since we left the chick a couple weeks ago, you got home. Have you had crawfish? Twice. Yeah! Yes! They're delicious. Man. Yeah, they're delicious. Dude, that's the one that, that's, honestly, I, I love it. I, I, I sort of, if I could change myself, if I could just like split who I am, dude, I would live in Louisiana. I would really? live near Gerald. I'd live Never near. Never been there. I'm telling, dude, it's the most, it, it, the lifestyle there is, it's, 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 it's like my soul. You know what I mean? Like, I'm a closet Cajun. I swear, dude. I swear, if you peel away all the other layers, I would I would live where Gerald is. I was at a barbecue one time where an Asian from Louisiana brought real jambalaya, and it was ridiculous, yeah. man. Like yeah. I was like, oh my god. Oh, dude, the the, the people, the culture, the food, it, it's phenomenal. Yeah. I, I love it. That's a, that's I love Cajun. It. Cajun. Cajun. Flotant. Asian Cajun. Asian Cajun. Flotant. <laughs> All right, Gerald. So I, I, I'm glad you called because it, it's it's good because I want to remove myself sometimes from the conversation and and you know you, you hear guys you hear you hear so many guys right now and and we're 
halfway through it in both circuits, and you hear you hear guys saying MLF versus Bass, Bass versus MLF. Uh, give, give me your take on it. I mean, it, it, has it been has it been a smooth transition for you? Do you see positives in MLF? Do you miss Bass? Where are you at mentally now that we are at the halfway point? Well, you know, it's a touchy subject, and, um, I, you know, I'm 100% all in MLF. I've, I've completely bought into the mindset, and um, I think it's very important what we're doing as far as catch way release. And the business, the business side of it makes a lot more sense to me than it did before. Of course, that's, that's common sense because we're not paying entry fees, and uh, my sponsors seem to be uh, more intrigued with what we have going on than they were before. Uh, my title sponsor, whenever I asked him, I said, hey, what do you think I ought to do? He said, of course, let's go with MLF. He said, I like it. I like the format. I like the exposure that's coming. And so far, everyone seems to be very pleased. My fellow anglers seem to be really happy. Um you know, I, I, I like the excitement, and like you said before, I was listening before I got on, and like you said, it takes the look factor out. I was yeah. real, you know, I always had a problem with that. How, and like you said, how, how do we eliminate the fact that one big fish can carry a guy into the 50 cut or something yeah. uh, the way we had it set up before? And I didn't like that. It was, it was you had at least a third of the field that got lucky to get where they were and um, they weren't really on anything. They just caught one big bass or two big bass. But I, I like the, the excitement of this and the pace of it a lot more. I guess um, there's nothing I don't like about MLF. Yeah. The, the thing, the reason I really want to call in is because the part that really bugs me is the behavior of a lot of the people on social media is really starting to piss me off. You know, and and, and the yeah. part and, and the reason that is because guys are, are, are commenting and they're dividing themselves to pick one side or the other, and it's not even the same deal. And I don't like the fact that uh, that they're they're even doing that because you know bass has this thing going on. I still have a lot of friends that fish over there, and I wish all of them the best of luck. But they're playing a different game than us, and. You know, I think it's real important for the fans of the sport to support both sides because what we're doing is, is kind of groundbreaking, and yeah. we're trying. We're, and, and everyone wants to blame Boy Duckett for everything, and it's ridiculous because it's not just Boy Duckett. Is Boy just speaks on the behalf of most of us, and yeah. um, and and so I get really aggravated that everyone wants to blame Boy for what we're doing as a league, but. Uh, I think it takes a lot of courage for the, the, the 80 anglers that stepped up and, and started participating in this deal, and I really want to defend that, and I defend it every chance I get, that if you're going to sit there and be mad at somebody, you better be mad at all 80 of us. But be prepared to eat your words because this is this is definitely the way of the future, and there's a lot of good things that MLF is doing. I can't think of one bad thing that MLF is doing. The only bad stuff that's coming out of all this is the trolls that we talk about. You know, <laughs> trolls that like to come out on social media on both sides. But, uh, you know, it's, it's so far every MLF event we've been to, 
besides the catchway release and everything else that we're doing, all that's great. The fact that we don't pay entry fees, and so I actually feel like I can make a living in this sport. But all the stuff we're doing within the community, I mean, you know, we're, we jumped right on board with the Autism Awareness Campaign, which was huge. That was something we had going on before, and we carried that over. And then we're doing the Teach a Child to Fish Day, which is a huge thing that I've, I've been able to participate in. So we have days off now, and and so for the anglers to get community, yeah, we can't bring fish to the scales and show everyone, but we're doing more of the community now than we ever did before. And it's the format that with the days off and everything, and you know whether it's releasing baby sturgeon or raising or collecting toys to give back to the uh, yeah. to these kids. Or, yeah. It's just everything that MLF is doing is all positive. So I don't understand why these trolls are getting on their bashing both leagues. Because yeah. there's a need for both of them. One of them is like a football game. The other one is like a basketball game. We're scoring a lot of points. They're trying to score seven points every time. And I respect both of them. I still watch Bass Live. Um, I still have a lot of respect for all my fellow anglers that I compete against over there. And they're still probably just as challenging of a league as it was before. Because good anglers are good anglers. They don't have to be... Kevin Van Dan to, to take your money. I mean, these guys are all taking turns beating each other up. But I just really want people to start thinking about what they're saying yeah. and not just getting on face, Facebook or Instagram and totally bashing people because I think it's pretty ridiculous and embarrassing for us as fans in general. I mean, it, it's just no need for all of that. And um, Gerald, as far as Gerald, this people saying, oh, I bet guys would do anything to go back to pass, I've been reading some stuff like that. And I don't know one single person out of the 80 that regrets doing what they did. Everyone's pretty proud of what's going on. Ger- Gerald, this is Brian. And and um, I'm just a casual observer. I'm watching from afar, watching what you guys are doing. And I can 100% see what you guys are so excited about. I think there's so many amazing things going on over at MLF and I love the conservation aspect. I loved it from day one. You know, the, the every fish counts thing I think is cool. I, I like that it's something different. I still like what Bass does. Um, you know, you're talking about the trolls, I think the latest thing was, you know, what came out last week with with the email going out to you guys forbidding you from attending the Classic. And, and, um, and yeah, there, there's, there's a, a score of questions on the IM board about that right now that have been coming through pretty much since we started the show tonight. I mean, that's really what fired things back up. And from my point of view, from the outside just observing, you know, were you and Mike polled? Were you and Mike asked about that? Did From, from what I understand, you got an email. And, Mike, we haven't really talked about this, um, but did you guys get asked about what your intention was or if you guys wanted to be able to attend the Classic? We didn't get an email. It was actually told in a meeting, uh, you know, that this is our idea around this, and this is why we think we ought to do it. And and we we didn't take a, a actual vote, but they said, does anybody object? Does anybody object to this idea? And no one in the room objected. And we we've had some we had some conversations about it, and some people expressed some some concerns. But I think, and I don't want to speak for all eighty, but. If someone wanted to object, they should have raised their hand and said, I'm not doing that. But no one did that. And the, and the reason being is because it's absolutely necessary that we focus all the attention on our league. We focus all our energy on our league. It's not that we want to take away anything from Bass, but they need to do their own thing, and we need to do our own thing. So it's very important for us to focus on that. Well, us going to the Classic, all that's doing is 
taking attention away from what we're trying to grow. Yeah, I, and, I can. And, I understand, but I got to respectfully disagree. Um, you guys can wear your MLF costumes to the classic and promote MLF at the classic. You know, it's it's it, it, that still works. I mean, FLW's been all their anglers been coming to the classic, and and you know, it's not just about supporting bass. It's it's about the fans. And I think in this whole thing, one that, that and why the fans, why you're hearing so much negativity, the fans are what's being forgotten here. Did anybody ask the fans if they want to be eliminated from this? What there's going to be, you know, a Red Crest event not until August of next year, but who, where's that going to be? And I just, I just don't think that you know the fans were factored into this. I love the fact that they're reaching new people. MLF is looking to grow the sport, but doing, but by restricting fan access to the anglers seems very contradictory to me. Additionally, you're also restricting MLF anglers from being able to support their sponsors. And maybe that's not a problem right now, dude, you know, but I'd, I'd have my eye open on that. I just, you know, I... Well, I'll put it to you this way. The, the, the fan interaction may be pertaining to the actual classic. Yeah, we, we're not... We can't take everything into consideration. We do have an ultimate business goal. But since I've been in MLF, I've had more interactions with fans, with the things we do within the community at every event than I've ever done at any other event. And, and I mean that by the Child of Fish Day and the, we might go have a hot wings eating contest at Buffalo Wild Wings. There's more interaction with the pros than ever. And those is a different avenue of interacting with, with the pros. But before, we were just weighing fish, jumping around boats, putting them on a the trailer and going rig. There wasn't any real interaction, but now you can actually hang out with them. All right, I got you. It just, um, I don't know. I don't know. I, I watched Boyd's explanation on BTL and... Um, I don't know. Yeah, let's uh, Riz. Let's take some IMs because I know there's. I know you're blowing up right now. Yeah. Um. So there's been a common question amongst the message board. Um. What's going on with the unionizing uh, of you guys? Is is that is that still happening? And and this question kind of goes out for for Gerald and Mike. Do you guys feel like you're really getting the voice um, amongst the decisions that you thought that you were going to have going into this? You want to go first, Ike? Yeah, I'll start. I mean, I I can tell you, I'll I'll take the second part of that, which is our our voice having a voice is the utmost important thing that could ever happen in Major League Fishing and in professional fishing in general. Uh, the way that this league was set up is that we have a voice through an angler group. We all have a representative who's part of the group. Uh, I don't like to use the word union, but. Um, you know, we have a we have a true voice that that can get together on issues and say, hey, yes, this is right, yes, this is wrong, and as long as that is true, as long as we have a real voice, and and I feel like it's it's happening, I'm going to support Major League Fishing to the to the end, man, because that is what we need. If you look at other professional sports, if you look at baseball, tennis, golf, football, hockey. They all have groups that have a voice, and that's what professional anglers need. But the day that the day that we lose a true voice is is that to that scares me, because that to me is going backwards. That's going back to the BASS days. That's going back to the FLW days. Right. So things like uh, you know things like this classic issue. Things like uh, I, I I don't uh, know I don't know if this is true or if you uh, can confirm it, but I heard there were. 
certain boat companies that have already been blackballed I, from MLF see or the, GPT. I mean that that's the that's the kind of thing that scares me. You that know, would scare uh, me too. That's that scares me. But when it's operating correctly, like with the with the entry fee thing, right? We all got together, we sat in a meeting, we have a representative, we said, Hey man, we don't want to pay entry. This is a professional sport. That's ridiculous, the pantry fees. And it happened. That's right. when that process is working, that's that's what needs to happen. That's yep. the future of the sport. So when it's working correctly, I'm one hundred percent behind behind that format. Yep. But it has to work. I just think I read the comments right and I see a lot of MLF guys getting on there like Gerald and supporting it and for good reason. Yeah. Because it looks fun as hell. It's There's fun. There's no entry fees. It's super fun. It looks awesome. Yeah. It looks almost but as I fun as excited. jumping a dike. But in I, a would, I would really caution just buying into everything without keeping your eye open. Because I'm very cynical. I'm old. I'm dying. I'm, I'm you know, gray. There has my to hair's be, gray. I, there has to be checks. A lot of other things there has are going to be downhill. Checks, dude, you, got, you, got, you have eye mustache now. You didn't even shave your eye. I looked at that in the sun, dude. You got like eye, eye mustache, bro. Uh, that's, that's a recurring issue right there. <laughs> yeah, there has to be checks and balances. Yeah, I would just keep, I mean, like I said, yeah. if, you know, and again, if I'm wrong, I'm wrong. I just I just heard that the, the, the classic band... I'm not a type of person that likes to be told what I can't do, you know what I mean? And to tell me I can't attend something, that seems a little weird. And, and you know, like I said, boat companies being blackballed from it. What's yeah. next? So somebody chimed in on the uh, on the message board, Yankee Dave. He said that every angler is their own business entity, and they should be able to do whatever the hell they want. And I mean, it it you have to. You represent yourself. I mean, you, right. you have well, that, to do what's best for you. If if your yeah. if your sponsorship obligation has you going to the classic to fulfill that, those, yeah. Needs. I mean that that that's where it gets that's where it gets shady. And and you know, uh, Gerald mentioned it. I mean, you know, we are we are working for Major League Major League Fishing is our company. It's our company, right? So we need to right. promote the company, and right. we need to to see the company succeed. Where it gets gray. Is like that question right there, like your hair. Where where it gets gray is we also work for other companies. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Gerald, you work for a company SWAT right now and, and you know you know, you have to do what betters those guys and you're you're doing an event right now. I work for right. Yamaha and I work for Toyota and I work for Basscat. I have to do what, what betters those guys because they're they're paying my bills. It gets even more gray when you own your own business, and it ties into that, right? So I have a Dyke Foundation, which gets kids involved in fishing, right? Does it hurt me to not be at the Classic to get kids involved in fishing? Does that hurt? It hurts. It hurts. Damn. Right? Uh, Ike Live. Ike Live, right? What we're doing right now is my business, and I, I want to get people listening to this podcast Having fun, drinking beer, talking fishing, talking shop like we're doing right now. Taking fishing well, rods out of the kids' hands. Right. <laughs> Taking what? Because that's what you're saying. No, get out of here. No, I meant like from the the bad guys. Oh, all right. right. <laughs> but you know what I'm saying. Like, our you, you know my my it, it it my you know my businesses Bash University. It hurts not being at the classic. So it's it's gray. It's very that that issue is very very gray. Very, very gray. I, I don't know that there's a right and a wrong answer to it right now. Mike, well, Mike well, and Gerald. Um, well, real quick, I want to comment on, on all that. Uh, you know, I, I used to work for Shell, 
before I quit my job and started professional fishing. And it was a huge corporation, one of the big, biggest businesses in the world. And they used to tell me all the time when I was just a peon at Shell, and they would, and I would say, hey, this is stupid. And I would have a comment on what I saw that was right in front of me, and they used to always respond to me, you don't understand big business. And, and I didn't know what it was. And I didn't have all the information. All I was doing was basing my opinion on what was right in front of me. And whenever I quit shell and I started my professional fishing career, a lot of people don't know that at that time when I started, my title sponsor was Catalyst Handling Resources. And my deal with Catalyst Handling was you fish all you want, and when fishing season's over with, you're going to work for us. So that's a turnaround company, and we would basically go in these chemical plants and refineries, and we would shut them down, and we would repair them. So it'd be seven days a week, 24 hours a day work until the job was done. And I and I took a position as a project manager over there. So I would fish, and then I would come home, and I would work seven days a week until it was time to fish again. And then I was a I was a project manager, so I got to see the big business side, and then I got to see a guy in a reverse role telling me, Hey man, this is stupid. And I would sit there and think, this is what they were talking about. They don't understand big business because I was controlling it from a different angle. And it's the same thing. As a fisherman, we're sitting here in Major League Fishing and we don't understand why all these decisions are being made by Major League Fishing completely. Boyd's telling us these things are happening and, and, uh, MLF organization management telling us that these things are happening, but they're doing it, they're doing them with the ultimate end goal that we can't understand yet. And then, for me to not fully understand every single thing they're doing, I promise you the public has no clue, and yet they have all these opinions about it. But if you would just understand that MLF has zero bad intentions, and I'm 100% confident in that, that all this is in the best interest of the league and the anglers and the overall business, that these people aren't out to scam anybody or get anybody over, deals are being made to get to the next step, to get to ultimate end goal, and that's to have an organization where I can walk in a group of high school kids and encourage them to actually be a, actually be a professional bass fisherman because when you get to the big leagues, you can actually make a living, and this is what our sport is. And before, I couldn't do that. I couldn't look a kid in his eyes and say, this is what you need to be when you grow up because it was a mess before. And, um, and, and that's coming from someone who didn't really fully understand it and worked for a living and then started a professional fishing career and now I get it and uh and then see the changes that need to be need to be done and I'm really proud that MLF I feel like that that's their ultimate objective is to make a professional sports league sports league that actually makes sense for somebody to get there and do it yeah Riz you got yeah, one more to yeah, come through yeah. one more uh, Gerald and Mike um since you guys had to sign contracts for uh, for uh, the, the MLF BPT, did you guys or did anybody else consider the option of seeking legal counsel um, for the option that you know you may want to get out of your contract before the end of its uh, before the end of its life? Uh, I, I'll jump in and then I'll let Gerald answer it. I mean, I, I think I think most guys. Had had it looked over by, mm-hmm. by legal counsel, I and know has, I did. Has anybody has anybody actually tried to exercise that right not, of getting out yet? Not or? at this point. Not at this point. And and anyone, let me let me tell everybody watching right now. Anyone could get out. There there's there there there's some stipulations in there. But at the end of the day, if you wanted to get out and go fish bass or go fish FLW or go start your own tournament trail, you could do it. 
I mean, th- th- there's there's some stipulations. That's that important for everybody to know. Yeah, I, I mean, it's not like it's not like you know, Boy, me and Gerald are like we're not we're not like <laughs> handcuffed to a post somewhere. Right. Uh, <laughs> Yo, Boyd. <laughs> no, we're not handcuffed to a post. I mean, everyone signed the same contract. Uh, that you know, at the end of the day, if you wanted out, you could get out. Um, and and, and I, I think that's important for everyone to know. You, you know, again, I'm going to get back to the, the key to Major League Fishing to me is that, you know, we have a voice and we have a say. And as long as that remains and is true, Major League Fishing will be a success. If that if that goes away, if that changes, that's when I'll start worrying about Major League Fishing. But at this point, as long as we have a voice and we have a say, we're good to go, man. We're good to go. Uh, I think we have a special. Do we have a special guest? I don't know. Do we? Yes, we do. Oh, I think we have a special guest joining yeah, us. Maybe. Do we? Yeah. Oh, no, no. I don't see him. Oh, we do. Hold on, Gerald. We have a special guest joining us in the studio. Oh, yeah. We haven't seen him in a while. You're not going to believe this, but he just beamed in from uh, I think a galaxy far, far away. We have Stormtrooper joining us tonight. Stormtrooper. Hello. <laughs> How are you? Hello, Gallon Small. <laughs> Good to see you, Stormtrooper. How's everything uh, up there? Not so well. <laughs> Not so well. What, what's the matter? The rumor mill. Rumor mill. Told me you had an impasta last show. Swaggerjacking <laughs> me. We did? <laughs> yes. I didn't know that. <laughs> you did? We did? Huh. <laughs> I have some questions for Gerald's four. Okay. Gerald? Hey. <laughs> Some are true and false, some are yes and no. This question is yes or no. If Boyd Duckett had a Kool-Aid line, would you drink from it? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) As suspected. Next question. <laughs> How would Marty Stone finish Mark Zona in a fight? <laughs> One, rear naked choke. Two, by ref stoppage via ground and pound. Or three, Zona never showed up. <laughs> Zona never shows up. That's, that's correct. Zona never showed up. <laughs> <laughs> Yes or no? <laughs> Has Boyd cured the blind with one touch? <laughs> what? Has Boyd, duck it, cured the blind with one touch? As far as fishermen go, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> True or false? <laughs> Are you a new member of the new cult known as the Boy Davidians? No. Does anyone know who's the Boy Davidians? The Boy no. Davidians? The Branch Davidians? No. Come on, Jesus. No. Who is more pure? Mary Magdalene or Shelly Sanders? I don't know. <laughs> Thank you for participating in the questions, Gerald. 
<laughs> there you have it, Stormtrooper, everybody. Wow. Thank you, Stormtrooper. Thank you. Brian takes off the screen. Don't worry about it, Dave. Uh, okay. everybody, everybody knows it's you. <laughs> the gig is up. Uh, the gig is up, baby. The gig is up. Well, I, I, I tell you, I, I think, uh, Gerald, I'm glad you called because there, there are definitely, I, I, I agree, you know, with there are definitely a lot of, there's a lot of division going on with, with the general public right now. And, and you know, I, I, I am agreeing that we need to keep pushing the sport forward, you know. Uh, so I, I, I agree with that. I think uh, the other thing I, w- I want to mention, and I want to get your opinion on it, is, dude, you got to remember, this is Major League Fishing. This is year one. You're right. This is year one. The amount of positives that are happening – Versus some of the small speed bumps, I think I think it's a really good momentum, you know. And and dude, we got a great future ahead of us. What do you, what do you, Gerald? What do you see in the future with Major League Fishing? What changes do you see that are going to happen? Well, I really think it's important that we get this feeder system off the ground and we yeah. give fellow anglers, tournament anglers, a chance to compete in it. And once I feel like they have a chance to be part of it, then. Then you know they'll they'll start buying into the concept. Right now, I feel like it's just it's so isolated that people easily get offended. Um, but I think once we get the, the feeder system started and everyone starts participating in it and everyone really starts to get behind it, and uh, and then we can really take this thing to the next level. And it, it's going to go to the next level no matter what because of all the positive things we're doing. But I really can't wait until everyone has a chance to be part of it. I, I'd, I'd agree with that. And I, I want to say something else, Brian DeCarpenter, which is, and you mentioned it a little bit, Gerald, which is the live coverage, the live coverage that MLF is doing, uh, the content, the video. That, to me, is is a huge part of Major League Fishing, that, why it's going to be the best. And i got to tell you something, dude, and I'm just going to be straight up honest with you because this is like live, and you can't lie on like live. Dude, you jumping that dike in North Carolina? Dude, that was the baddest thing, fucking thing I ever saw in my life, dude. Like, that's the stuff I want to see. Yeah. That is what I want. Dude, I want to I wanna watch as a fan. I want to watch, and I want to see dudes doing that. I want, dude, I, that's real. That dude, I want to, I want to see that, that raw shit. But explain for those that haven't seen it, because I don't know what you're talking about. Dude, so, Jared, oh. uh, I, I, I don't want to get you in trouble, but I'm, I'll, make it, I'll make it modest. He jumped a dike that's rad. to get into backwater. And it's, believe me, dude, it was the most unbelievable thing I ever saw. But it is, it's, it's reality. It's competition. It's in the heat of competition. It's something he was comfortable doing that he did before. It was something I would never do in a million years. Dude, that's what propels sports. That's what, when you're watching a sport, professional sport, I don't care what it is, and you see an athlete do something amazing like that, you want to watch. You want to watch. That moment. To me, a piece of equipment, and I want to do whatever I got to do. Yes. Um, Yes. You know, I had practiced that area because the water was up. As you know, on on Georgia practice, and the water was over that levee, and then the, you know I, I caught them pretty. I had good bites in there, and um, I was going in there no matter what. And they was just saying it didn't hurt my boat at all. It was it's not hard. I, 
jump and over the cool thing like is, your marshal's unconscious for a little bit of time too. <laughs> <laughs> now, I, I I bounce cool a few fish him? off the deck. Weigh your own fish. <laughs> Twenty pounds. <laughs> I asked him. I said, "Are you cool with this?" And he said, "Dude, I'm 65 years old, but I'm not dead. Let's do it, brother." Yeah. <laughs> That's that's awesome. Awesome. That's, that's awesome, dude. I, I honestly, I know, I know you've caught a little slack for that, and know some of the same trolls that that you know are are trying to break the sport down hit hit you bad on that one. But man, I loved it. There are not many things I'd look at in the sport of fishing that I wouldn't do, and that was one of them that I probably wouldn't have done. Really? So I looked at you it. Would I was totally like, do it. I don't know. Is it man. on YouTube? Like, can I see it? Is it on YouTube oh, yeah. anywhere? Yeah, it's on YouTube. Yeah, All we'll right. show after the show's over. We'll show it. To All you. right. Ike, if you was in the boat with me and did it, you would say this is easy, and you would start looking for all kinds of stuff. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I know. As somebody that's put a boat in the woods and put a boat on a bank and yeah. got ejected from a boat, I would say I would definitely do it. Probably, maybe. Yeah. <laughs> maybe. Probably, maybe. <laughs> Probably, definitely, maybe. Gerald, for for his friend's sake, don't show him how to jump a dike. <laughs> <laughs> you think he's Fonzie over there. Yeah. Well, it's, it's not hard. You know, my first, uh, it's not my hard. first tournament I ever fished, I jumped a beaver dam in the tournament. And I convinced my co-angler that I had done it a bunch of times, and I had never done it before in my life. <laughs> <laughs> I, think I, 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 was, I had to sell the fact that I was so confident that I was like, dude, I, I do this all the time. And he believed me. And I jumped right in there, and in my head, I'm thinking, thank God that worked. <laughs> <laughs> That's and then after that, I was like, "All right, I know what a boat can do now." That's awesome. <laughs> That's what's up. That's awesome. Well, Gerald, I appreciate you calling in. Uh, you know, a lot of what you said, I think, is spot on, and uh, I appreciate your support of growing the sport, which I think is is should be, you know, in all this talk tonight, and we're and it's it's going to continue on till ten thirty, eleven o'clock, whenever the show ends. In all the talk, whether you're pro MLF or pro bass. I think growing the sport should be at the forefront uh, of everyone's mind, and I think I think you you believe in that, Gerald. I believe in that, and uh, I I appreciate you being being real and being honest with us, man. That's awesome. I appreciate you guys letting me talk about it, and uh, most of the people that have something negative to say, once they get a chance to participate in it, they'll change their mind, and uh, everyone's gonna love this. Awesome. I like it. There you have it, Gerald Spore, Thanks, everybody. Gerald. Catch some fish, bro. Thanks. See you later. See you got it. Man, he's at Toledo this week. Ooh, it'd be a good week to be at Toledo. Spawning going on. Oof. It's going out back. It's going, it's going out back. Starting spreadsheets. I mean, Jesus. Well, Toledo's in what? Texas? Bad. Texas, yeah. Then why does Robin always say, holy Toledo, and he's talking about Ohio? <laughs> there's, one of the, there's one there, too. There's one there, too. <laughs> that one's not as good. Hey, do we want to take this call now? Or? Yeah, let's do it. Let's do it. I'd I, I, I like to continue it. Yeah, I mean, uh, do we have IMs coming through? I mean, this is great what conversation. What about a break? We're an hour and 20 in. We're an hour and 20 in? Oh, yeah. We're All right, you want to take a break? And Andy Morgan's. Yeah, <laughs> yeah let's minutes. take a break. Hey, come on back. And um, we'll, take a, we'll take a break and... Uh, reset and i got a few things to shuffle around okay all right so listen you're watching right now you're watching ike live listen to me hang in there we're going to take a small break we're going to take a pee break real quick when we come back brian carpenter we're going to continue the conversation yeah we got hank cherry wants to talk to us oh we have hank cherry a special caller coming in from bass that's right we're going to continue the conversation about mlf versus bass about halfway through the season when we get through hank cherry and we're done that conversation. We're going to be talking to Andy Morgan, 
the goat, uh, recent winner of the and Andy uh, Morgan, the angler, and angler. Uh, angler uh, yeah. <laughs> uh, when we come back, hang in there with us. When we come back more Ike Life.